Welcome to Let's Talk About Gay Stuff. Woo! <laughs> We're the podcast where we talk about gay stuff and discuss LGBTQ plus history. We are Thomas. Kendall. Dusty. Hey! And this week we are going to talk to you about the book The Prettiest Star by Carter Sickles. And we're going to talk about the Mormon church founding. Or just the Mormon church. Oh, is that a gay topic? Yeah, that's our gay topic. That's our LGBTQ history topic. Because the Mormon, the the Mormon, the Mormon, the Mormon. The Mormon. Oh, I thought you said Mormon earlier. We're talking yes. about mer semen, Mormon, those type of semen. Uh, no, <laughs> the Mormon Church was founded this week, so I was like, oh, that's interesting, and I was intrigued. So we can get into it a little bit later. Well, we know the choir is completely gay. The tabernacle, the tabernacle. Oh. So just the name, like tabernacle, that makes it sound <laughs> very gay. Um, but Meet before me behind the tabernacle. Before we dive into our topics, let's talk about our friends at Baked Bones. A recent Gallup poll shows that Americans have reported feeling stress, worry, and anger at the highest levels in over a decade. And while we're growing more and more aware of the effects of stress on our bodies and minds, we may not have considered the effects that our stress can have on our pets. According to a 2019 study, there is a synchronization between stress hormones in humans and their dogs. And if you're a dog parent, you probably know that your pup is very good at reading your body language and can quickly pick up on how you're feeling. We're always working to reduce our stress in any way we can, but what about the anxiety? we may have passed on to our dogs. Baked Bones has a solution. CBD has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and dogs, and Baked Bones has your dog covered. Made from organic, human-grade ingredients, and full-spectrum hemp oil, their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. You can check out BakedBones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and the other benefits it may provide. Baked Bones offers free shipping on all orders over $25, and you can save 15% using the promo GAYSTUFF15. That's G-A-Y-S-T-U-F-F-1-5. Baked Bones is LGBTQ-owned and operated and is based in Houston, Texas. And if you're cruising the streets and in the stores doing shopping... Doing shopping. You can stop by Man Ready Mercantile in the Heights in Houston or in Austin, uh, and you can find Baked Bones on the shelf if that's your thing. Baked Bones proudly donates 10% of all of its profits to no-kill shelters in the U.S. Baked Bones, Baked Dogs. Ha wait, let, let me try that again. Baked Bones, Baked Dogs Happy. Whoa. There we go. You got it that time. I said baked, baked Bones, Baked Dogs, and they don't bake dogs, just for the record. <laughs> Do they cook them at, in any... There's no cooking Sauté. of dogs. Okay. Hot dogs is not their specialty. They have a lot of cool recipes, though. They're always like flavor of the month. Yeah, they've like, got a new birthday one. Yeah, a little bote cake kind of. I mean, I think that's cool. I mean, you first, like, I think the, I can't even remember. But all of the seasons, they come up with something new. Mm -hmm. Pumpkin and gingerbread, Easter flavor, Easter bunny flavor. Do they have an Easter flavor that's full of nails? Nails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thorns and nails. I don't know. We should have, no. Uh, I, I think they are celebrating in their own way. Um, I don't know if it's nails. Uh, I think it's birthday cake. Birthday it's for cake. Their, their baby's little birthday. Yeah, they're so olive. I their little baby. Their dogs are precious. I'm going to follow them on uh, at Baked Bones on Instagram. That's okay. where, on Facebook and Twitter. But Instagrams, that's where they, I mean, in, the Instagrams is the ones for the photos, right? That's mm -hmm. where all the, the youths post their photos. So they have Do they have an OnlyFans? I mean, I don't know. All showing olive and uh, um, only bones. <laughs> only bones. Oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> still applies. <laughs> Those poor guys. <laughs> well, apparently today the who is it? Bad Bunny? No, not that's a rapper. Who's the girl that's the cash me outside? How about that? Cash me outside. Oh, um, um, 
She broke the record. She made a million dollars in uh, one day on her first day of OnlyFans. What? Mm-hmm. Who saw that? She's I, 19 now. She's only 19? Oh, wow. I thought she was older. She was cash. Oh, so and they the, still know when his cashed her outside. Well, now she's literally cashing outside. So, she's, yeah. so cash me outside, girl. She was on Dr. Phil. Uh, yeah. She was a troubled teen. Her mom had her own. And she's a rapper. <clears throat> well, she became a rapper after <laughs> that, I guess, uh, because she was on there and, uh, you know, she was a bad little girl just saying, talking back to her mom. And did you see this, the clip? You've seen it, yeah. right? Seen, and so she's yes. like, what did she say? How about that? Catch me outside. How about that? And so she's talking to the audience and Dr. Phil that way. And then of course they made uh like, like the internet does made a, like a, a, she like became a, a superstar. And yeah, she's a rapper like flossing in front of all these cars, like high dollar cars and, you know, doing a rap full on rap video. Cash me outside. So now she's on OnlyFans. Like, was she doing nudity? I don't know because a lot of celebrities go in there, and I think it, Put they're their just recipes. using it to be like, "Hey guys," and you know, today I wanted to talk about, and they're getting money for it. Seven hundred fifty thousand dollars in subscription fees. There was one uh, 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 Twitter person who has an uh, OnlyFans that would came across uh, the feed recently, and he was doing a PSA for all the other um, folks. He was saying, "Hey, um, to all you uh, creators out there, don't forget you have to pay your taxes." Like that, you know. I was like, curious, like an OnlyFans star, star. Star in quotes, <laughs> but giving the PSA out to everybody the else. Shooting all, star. All his, yeah, I'm sure he was. All of his, all that's of his, his fans name. and followers. Just uh, you know, don't forget to pay your taxes. I mean, that's, I, I really like that way to be responsible. Yeah, like so there are, you know, there's lots of. I mean, you think some of these like high dollar uh, OnlyFans people. I mean, you said she made a million dollars. She broke day. the record daily in the first day. Yeah, that's crazy. And the the thing is, it, it's all subscription fees. Yeah. So you just keep making that money. Wonder how much it's gonna come along in a month. It's gonna be embarrassing. She'll she'll raise her fees, but then you have to raise your skirt more. I mean, you have to yeah. show more. You gotta make it worth it. I don't. She, I don't think she's gonna show anything. But then why pay? That's just. What's, yeah, I mean, I I, I want to know. I'm very intrigued by this business I, model. Not that I've never subscribed to OnlyFans, but I want to know what you're getting into. I want to know what I am getting. I I need like a. A preview. A free sample. The bar is yeah. low, though. I mean, it's like five bucks to get on that only. I mean, they're not expensive, are they? Like 20 no, bucks? Summer, well, 20 well, bucks a month, though. I mean, well, I mean, you do one month, right? I mean, it's again, it's a bottle of wine. Like, true. Okay, you know, true. two bottles of wine, depending on where you're drinking. You have four bottles if you're still in there. That's one McDonald's order yeah. for me. <laughs> Damn, how many nuggets are you getting? That's what he said. Did he say that? I don't know. Um, I that's true. Yeah. What else is going on? Anything uh, anything newsworthy that you've been reading or watching Well, lately? this whole week has been the week of Lil Nas X. Oh, yeah. And all the Christians trying to use him. Call me by your name. He is playing them so Montero? hilariously. Montero, yeah. Yeah. He's uh, making them look like fools. He's like, trolling them. If hardcore. I'm going to hell. Well, it's a turning point because uh, they've always wanted that stupid game. They shame you. When mm-hmm. I was growing up, they were the cancel culture. I mean, they still are, but mm. the tables have turned. They were the cancel culture. They're in the minority culture. now. Uh, they would boycott. We were always boycotting places mm-hmm. growing up. Kmart and bookstores. And I don't know if anyone ever knew why. It was just an email chain people had yeah. to uh-huh. subscribe chain. to. Prayer chain turned email chain. And they would make people fear, like, if you if you talk negatively, 
about Satan? What kind of sense does that make, first of all? Shouldn't we, I mean, he so, killed Satan in the video. Yeah, so let's recap this, right? So Lil Nas X, uh, famous from uh, uh, Old, Town Road. Old Town Road, which is like the number one all-time talent, uh, most, uh, it's the stream record song. for, yeah, it's, well, it, most stream song, but it broke the record for the weeks at number yeah. one. So it was held previously by yeah. Mariah Carey and Boys to Men, and he broke it in 2019. It's a collab with uh, Billy Ray Cyrus. Mm-hmm. Um, the country music didn't want it, um, and then I, the case said okay. Yeah, and then yeah, it became popular, won all sorts of awards and recognition. So, um, so yeah, they uh, so he's been popular for that. Been in and out of the news. Uh, came out as bi, I think originally. Um, I think so. I'm not. And so um, most of us do. That's, 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 that's mostly. <laughs> and and he started though. I mean, he started on Twitter. I mean, his career started on Twitter. Like he was you making know, viral people. memes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you know dropped the Old Town Road. And I think it was like so so picked up. And then it was the the dub with uh, with Billy Ray that uh, really kind of made that song explode. Um, it got popular because of TikTok. There was lots of yes. uh, TikTok videos to that. And then, of course, he's like now world he's famous. He's very, very smart. Like oh. his outfits were over-the-top cowboy mm-hmm. outfits. And his he just knew how to market. He has common sense because yeah. he's 21 he, or 23. Yeah, he's remember. a baby. Yeah. Um, he grew up um, in that world yeah. of like internet. Yeah, of how to, how to market yourself in like a digital environment, yeah. And so, uh, so yeah, so he drops this album, new album and song and video, Montero or Call Me by Your Name. Uh, Montero was is his actual name. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, and this video basically, he's. I mean, I like the song. The song it's has a, a good, good beat. Song. It's yeah, a good song. Um, and then the video, of course, is what's caused all the controversy because he. I mean, we look past because of the the the, the storyline of the video. We look mm-hmm. past the fact that he's basically you know dressed very much in a gender fluid way, right? Yes. He's wearing makeup, he's wearing high heels, nails are painted, all that wigs sort of stuff. Wigs at one point, wigs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's the big like like Marie Antoinette wigs, mm-hmm. like, and then you know he does a pole dance down to to hell. to hell, which is where people are getting all uh, their panties in a bunch because he um, goes down to hell and gives um, Satan a lap dance. Yeah, seduces mm-hmm. Satan, gives him a lap dance, and then spoiler alert, he kills Satan. If I'm going to hell, that's how I'm going to go. So, I need to find me those thigh high boots. It takes over the. I'm going to go down. So you two oh. were church affiliated at one point. Like, tell us what is what are the Christ what are your what are your friends on Facebook saying about? this because I, I feel like because uh, I was looking at the video and of course when you, YouTube's like you can watch this video and you can also watch all these <laughs> other videos associated with it which are all the Christian conservatives like the video is three and a half minutes long or something like that yeah, all the short. all the rants from the the conservatives folks are you know 10 15 20 minutes so well and there were politician governors and all that kind of stuff Republicans thought oh good we have another supposed cancel culture mm-hmm. thing to d- divert attention away from Biden doing well right now and his approval rating being high and all that kind of stuff. Um, and it, he completely flipped the script. He's on Twitter mocking all these idiots. Yeah, he, he he is really good with his comebacks, with his responses. I mean, whoever's running his marketing or if it's if it's him. Well, the Nike shoes too. The yes. Oh, with, the blood, shoes, with, with the blood in yeah. it that sold yeah. out in like 10 Human minutes. All yeah. 666 copies. 660. So, I mean, I guess there was some flag there because they're Nike shoes uh, they're old school Nike shoes mm-hmm. that have been repurposed. So there's a Nike affiliation, and Nike's like, wait. Yeah, they've sued and you can't sell them anymore. Yeah, but I mean, they sold out. So or he, they have a cease and desist of even delivering them. I think it was. 
amazing with what he's did uh, and uh, all for what because he gave satan a fictional video gave well he's that- black he's gay and it had issues of religion mm-hmm. so he's it's not it's, as it's if, hitting so yeah. many but I mean, he killed he, satan i mean what isn't that a good thing don't we want to kill well, no the because devil? then he well i mean i then he became the devil place, or whatever well my opinion of it is i don't believe in any of it christianity none of it i'm not a religious mm-hmm. person at all if you believe in that fine but don't tell me a video can't exist because your religion doesn't like it. And yeah. you're telling me it shouldn't be on the air and no one else should be able to hear it. And because you have some kind of superstitious, superstitious thing about a number 666. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. the iconography of the, I forget the name, the, the star in the circle. Pentagram. Um, yes. But so what is, I mean, who cares? I mean, it's an, uh, they, they think he's actually giving us the number of, uh, holding the number of the beast. Like they think he's, he's Satan. Really? I mean, what no, is, it's about control. So yeah, if it's... what they're doing, they have to make a sphere God. They have to make this whole system um, that they play into uh, this hierarchy and this caste system, which really is prevalent throughout Christianity. Um, if that doesn't work, then what, their whole world crumbles. They can't yeah. control people. They yeah, don't they know to, their they place have have into the world. That, yeah, and he's and he's taking all these things that they're saying are bad, and he's like, okay, well, I'm going to do it this way. You know, you've got hell, you've got, you know, gender, you've got sexuality, you've got, and he's just all like, has no fucks left to give. It's it's all over the place. It was fabulous. I love it. I thought it was great. It reminded me of way back in the day, I'm dating myself, um, the Like a Prayer with Madonna when she was drawn mm-hmm. by Pepsi because Jesus, quote, my little air fingers or air quotes, air fingers. Um, with You're Jesus dating was, yourself for our, Jesus topic. Was, our lesbian <laughs> listeners. Jesus the air was, fingers are Jesus out. was black and she was white and she was kissing his feet and there were burning crosses. And so I thought it was, I related to me, it was totally different, not at all the same, but it's just the whole thing where people... Anytime you you want to turn something back on them, and Madonna's also very well known for you know saying "f you" because you believe this or you do this. Just a dog, you know. We're, We're out to, of baked bones. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> gotta put in that order. But yeah, so I I thought it was a lot like that, where like people are trying to respond, but it it kind of backfires, and people are like, "No, I like it," because that's one of my favorite Madonna songs, and I love that video. We were not allowed to watch that. We weren't allowed to watch MTV at all when that video came out mm-hmm. because we might accidentally see that video and really and of course as soon as my parents left because we basically babysat ourselves we would put on mtv mm-hmm. to watch it but really what he was saying was my dad was that if you watch this you may question what i'm telling you mm-hmm. about That's, what your life mm-hmm. has to be what it's supposed to be that's the fear over all of this and well that goes back to the little nas i mean you question because like there are some very gender ambiguous like the people in there are they men are they women you know they're well, he this. was the one starring in the whole thing yeah I mean, there weren't any other actors in it, he's right? kissing the at the very beginning he's kissing but like even the when he's walking to prison when he's being presented it's like i don't know i'm very i'm watching i'm in the middle of bridgerton i'm still on my bridgerton high so it's all the wigs and everything but you know it, everything is like very ambiguous and there's i i loved it i thought it was very hot very i think it was a well-made video like mm-hmm. the the visuals were great the, i think the story arc was was entertaining i mean uh i mean the fact that you know he went down to hell i guess you know some of the 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 story behind that is like well i was always condemned to hell as a kid yes, that and so mm-hmm. i went to hell and now you guys now you christian conservatives are all mad because i actually went to hell 
shared a video about it. You told me I was it. going. Yeah, well, you told exactly. me I was yeah. going, and uh, now you're mad. Why are you mad, though? Why are you mad, though? Why are you mad, though? Um, yeah, so. Yeah, no, that's what, that, that's what the, his tweet where it's like, that's what he grew up hearing, and that's what you tell yourself, and that's what you try. You know, there's something broken with me, I'm, you know, and then this is what's going to happen. And I was like, no, now, okay, that's fine. If that's where I'm going, that's, here's how we're going to go. Yeah. We're going to write a poll. <laughs> he wrote that poll well. I was that like, was, you know, girl, you, you were well, practicing. He, he, I saw in the other videos, like on Instagram, where he practiced. Like, I mean, I, I, it's, it's, I am fascinated by pole dancing. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> well, it's, it's not me doing it because I would break something, but the pole and um, your spine. <laughs> but like, it's all apparently. Well, did you watch that show? This is getting off into like other topics, but it's on topic because it's. Imagine on this podcast where we just um, veer off to P other... Valley. No. Oh. Uh-huh. Isn't that what the lesbians That's call the slang bang tonight? Slang <laughs> No, but Brad and I watched the show P Valley. It's on um, Stars or whatever. Oh. Only it's, fans. It's the guy that owns the, well, P stands for that other P word, the lady mm-hmm. P word. And, but like, it's all, there's, obviously it's about a strip club. And they talk about like the logistics of how like, it's not, it's all about like balance and it's not really muscle. It's, it's fascinating. Well, did you see the one that was in Vegas? I think it was 30 feet up in the air on the pole. I know. And then she fell and had to go to the hospital. Yes. It's all, it's, it's all about balance and logistic, or what do you call that? Like science and... That was Jennifer Lopez. I mean, Jennifer Lopez was doing all that as she was heading into 50 <laughs> years old. Like doing... I mean, which was crazy. I mean, and people called Surreal. her a pole dancer when she was doing that. fans next. Yeah, they tried to cancel her because... What Super about Bowl the children? Yeah. yeah. I am also really appreci- uh, appreciating all these celebrities saying, I'm not here to raise your kids, boo. Yeah. Well, Charles well, Barkley said that in the 90s, and people were like, you, you should well, I mean, do better. Yeah, I, I, I mean, with my three, I mean, I... Charles Barkley's I, a basketball player. Maybe I'm not the best. Maybe I'm not the I mean, I, I don't... I mean, because I, mean, I don't censor myself around the kids, and I don't censor what they watch too much. I mean, with because I'm like... I don't see the point in it. I mean, that's what, like you said, I mean, your, your parents said, don't watch it. My parents did too. Probably with that Madonna thing. Sorry, mom. But not that she listens. She probably does. I don't know. She's always there. Um, Hello, mother. Hello, but, this um, is mom. Oh, it's good like, to have another mom. When on. they, when they leave, when they leave, what do you do? You do, it's, they're going to do it. It's just, Well, it becomes know. forbidden fruit that they. Exactly. So why are they not wanting me to do this? Well, because... and you don't want them to go to college, especially if they go away to college at 18 years old and be like mm-hmm. introduced to this whole new world where it just gets I mean, they get rocked, and yeah. they have no bearings about it. Like they have no idea how exactly. to like, well, and then, process it. Because then it, it becomes it's it's more of a detriment. Because like you said, but it's control. It's will they question this? They'll see this, and they'll they'll begin to think for themselves. And God forbid, somebody that's actually coming into their own ability to think for themselves actually thinks for themselves. Well, this whole country is based upon Christian patriarchy. Mm-hmm. So if you if that starts to crumble, there are a lot of panic people. Speaking of crumbling, uh, I sent you guys an article uh, during the week. Yes. Men's Health magazine uh, advocating, or at least posting an article where they're advocating for uh, uh, gay and bisexual men to be able to donate blood. Like that's, I think, one like who's running Men's Health now? <laughs> that you have a a pro oh, LGBTQ for a long time. And two, yeah, well, yes, obviously because of the the pictures the of all the shirtless. <laughs> Actually, I feel like in the last couple of years, maybe the last, because I had a recent subscription, which is often what you put your microphone on top of um uh they they have more shirts on now and i'm like mm. no so, i mean i i mean because i feel like well in my time hop because i do that every day like a year ago was when they when like everything was 
going to hell because of COVID and everything. Like they released that and they took it down from like a year to like three months. That was the big deal. And so now there's this that's saying it should be nothing, you know, and it's just, it's still to me discriminatory. I mean, it's just, I think it's stupid. Yeah. It used to be never. And then it was a a year, right? Yeah. And then it was was three months as of like around a year ago, right? Because everybody you had to wait. You had to, you had anal sex. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, which, because... you know, a ton of gays should have been able to do. Actually, you know what? From what I heard from the, you know, what people, what all the men's were doing during the quarantine when they were supposed to be at home by themselves, those boxes on Grinder were moving. Well, because it, well, you're at home. What are you going to do? <laughs> you're bored. But, like, I mean, I think it's, I mean, one, it's one of those things that's like, you're just creating a culture. I mean, how many, I mean, of lying, I mean, who's, who's monitoring that? How can you monitor? I mean, am I, am I going to say, who's, yeah, you could lie. You, you could, could lie. lie. I mean, it's, it's. I mean, I think it's stupid. I think it's discriminatory. But I think. Well, there are other groups that disproportionately have HIV as well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, Not just momos. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and so women also. I mean, they're if they've had sex with a man. Who has sex with men? Then they're not supposed to be. They're supposed to be following the same rules as our guys. Well, those men aren't as, telling. As gay men, right? <laughs> hey, yeah, mama. You know, I just uh, I was with another bro last night, so uh, that's how straight men. I just talk. By the way, I also like if you we, read that in Men's Health. Yeah. If <laughs> yeah. If I can search for something on Google and then Instagram gives me ads for that same thing, I'm not going to say what that item is. But <laughs> you can't tell me you can easily test for those kinds of things. And I can't give blood. That, that it does like it's. It I want to know what your me. Google search is now. I'm intrigued. <laughs> it's so random, but like, well, now, well, I come anywho, on. I'm trying to think of what the latest thing I searched. <clears throat> There's all kind. I mean, but you know what I mean? It's it's fascinating. I mean, like, I can search for something that I've heard about, like, because my friend Robbie is in, like, he does like marketing. Like, it's all about like they monitor all your thing. But if that's if that's if the government is tracking what you know. I'm searching for you can't test my blood within X number of right. If they can come up with a vaccine to coronavirus, you're telling me you can't uh, test my blood to to figure out whether I have HIV or AIDS. I mean, I mean, if I can go get an uh, if I can go get an ST, what is it? STI now, not STD, STI. Is that to take the stigma out of? Because disease sounds really. I think so, actually. Well, that I think other it's now it's it, it infection is curable. A disease yeah. is uncurable, incurable, and an infection is curable. And so, other than AIDS, most things are curable. I think, yeah. But so, like, you go to get those tests. If I can get that back in three days to say, "Hey, you're good to go," or "Hey, you need a penicillin shot in the ass," why can't you know the? <laughs> that's what happens. It's one or the other. Yes or no. And, um, again, not that I'm speaking for personal experience, but, um, your mother listens to this podcast. <laughs> if she does, I, well, speaking of my mom, I just realized the other day that, you know, like on Twitter, you know, it says, so you can see so-and-so like this. Well, damn. She's been What's she like? <laughs> well, I don't know that she likes it, but I liked it. <laughs> she sees all the things you, you like. But like, I just, I find it hard to believe that like. I can go get this test and you can't test my blood or you can't throw it away. I just think it's stupid. Right. Well, supposedly they test it all. They still tested all of it. So, so for if, HIV. So if some cisgendered straight person gives it, they're still going to test it. Then what's the fucking point? Right. That's a, there's that's, that's, that's my, my thing. I mean, like you're. I think it's that's that's where the discrimination comes in. You're you're. It's a power thing again. Yeah, I don't think that policy is updated with technology. I mean, mm. that was the way. I mean, it took 
it would take a long time back in the 80s and yeah, 90s okay. when this policy was established that you couldn't, you know, you couldn't determine. You didn't want to say like a week or two. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how, so blood, how long blood now. Is. Now they're saying, just, I don't know. Again, it feels like the policy is not updated. I feel hopefully that that's, that is a thing that's nearing the end, that that's not going to be. I like to be rosy colored glasses, but who knows? Yeah, I hope so. I mean, you, if you're able to do that, I mean, apparently there's a huge shortage of, of blood supply. When Meanwhile, like a, there is a need for blood transfusion two times every 30 seconds or something like that. So it's crazy. There's a crazy need. But because, you know, we weren't out and about in the last 12 yeah. months, uh, there's a huge uh, shortage of of blood that's needed for for folks and now that we are back out in the streets again we've decided to all go shoot each other again with you know with yeah. shootings uh and so yeah we, we need blood and why not uh allow us our community to to go um to go well it's, donate. The, it's the same not to get political but it's the same thing like you know you go all the way back with like wars and like the tuskegee airmen like it's it's okay for you to do this when i need you Mm-hmm. But it's not mm-hmm. okay when you want when you want to do it to be an American when you want to do it to be a citizen. No, screw oh, yeah. you. If but it's if for I a need... draft, it's oh, how dare you it's use okay. the fact that you're gay to get out of the draft? Exactly. Or if you're if you're black, no, you can't vote. You can't do this. But hold on, wait a second. You're gonna go. You're gonna be required to fight for this country and do this and that and die. I mean, it's 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 all about power. And I just, wait, I who were we talking to recently? Who was? Uh... Um, oh, it was you. <laughs> you were saying like around nine eleven, and people were like, "Oh, you gotta." Yeah, I was there eighteen was and nine eleven, and a lot of people were my age were a lot, as in more than a normal year, were uh, signing up to go fight in the war. And there was talk about, "Is there going to be a um, a draft?" A draft and yeah. I was like, "If there's a draft, that. I'm going to say I'm gay, and I'm not serving." Episode. Yeah, I because of what exactly, and that's that's why. I, you inspired me. That's why I brought because I I mean I listen, obviously listened to that episode last week. But like that's exactly it because it, I'm not good enough for you here, but I'm good enough when you want me. I'm not your whore. I'm not your I'm not your side piece. That was last week when we had I special guest, special guest Kendall's. Yeah. <laughs> Who did we interview? Who did I talk to? It was you. <laughs> I guess because I'm sitting on the opposite side of the table there this week go. that uh, it, it felt. Well, you never different. know which personality is going to show up. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. They all suck. Sybil. Hey, we don't need another hero, okay? <gasps> that was the smoothest Tina. transition. I, I am, I am about Tina. I'm gonna bow down. What kind of Tina? Okay, well the documentary, the HBO documentary, oh. Tina mm. Turner, mm. not the Tina you're thinking. I don't think know that was like I just got on RuPaul's Drag Race that Tina Burner was a meth reference. Yeah, <gasps> no. And all these years of you didn't know that either. Well, I'm very innocent. I, you could oh, have, have meth right here on the table Tina and I'd be like, meth. oh, that's pretty. Those are bowl fillers. I have made a thousand Tina jokes in the however many years I've known you and you've never known and I always knew it and I just never even did it. <laughs> what about Tina? I just I, thought you liked that name. I thought it was a a uh, um, Mommy Dearest reference. I'm so innocent. It's yeah, not. Tina is meth. Like, <gasps> like Molly is uh, ecstasy or a form of ecstasy. But So crystal, uh, crystal meth. Uh, Christina Tina. Is that how that? Is that how that evolution? Oh, works? probably. I don't know. <gasps> Tina Burner. Here, I thought it was a homage to Tina Turner. I thought it was too. Anyways, you were talking about Tina. Go ahead. I'm gonna Google while uh, you talk oh. about this. Holy shit. Uh, but Tina, I was never a big. I always liked her. I didn't dislike her. Tina Turner fan, but that documentary on HBO was amazing. Oh my gosh. She was the first in so many ways. Icon. Bianca Ooh. Del Rio. I, all I saw was a tweet from Bianca. I had no clue what it was until I 
hours later when you saw the news about the the documentary that was released and she was like you know all you queen all you people out there have been using the word icon for these lame ass drag queens on RuPaul's Drag Race mm. meanwhile <sighs> Tina Turner honestly and a different icon than Diana Ross because Diana Ross yes was mm-hmm. a first iconic but she was a doo-wop girl yeah cutesy it's different. Very different. And, and like very, very femme put pretty together. Yeah. yes not that Tina's Tina Tina's was beautiful. like raging on stage like just wild it's it's amazing it's a gaga thing i mean i and i kept rattling my brain i was like i couldn't come up with the right word because i'm like it's not like you look at britney or 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 diana and you're like oh my britney spears or or diana ross like beautiful like i mean all the guys are dropping their jaws Mm -hmm. for them but you don't look at lady gaga and instantly do that or share Mm -hmm. or tina turner it, it is one of these things that you're like those women are so captivating. They're so beautiful. It's more the persona, the the personality rather I mean, than the, a physical look. The, but their yeah. physical look is beautiful, but it's just different. It's, it's not eclipse. Yeah, yeah. It's and not she owns the stage yep. like no one ever mm-hmm. seen. Yep. It's up there with. There's a, a famous like she, she broke the record at one point for the most people to. Uh, fill a stadium, a singer for mm-hmm. a concert, one hundred and eighty thousand, mm-hmm. I think it was. That's a lot of people. And she owned that entire stage. That whole performance, it was amazing. And by then she's, I mean, like, she was in her by 50s. then she's, yeah, exactly. I mean, you're not, I mean, she was still, I mean, to, again, once again, to date myself, but like, when, like, she was singing The Golden Eye for the James Bond movie, mm-hmm. like, and running pantyhose campaign, she was in like her 70s. Yeah. And talking about her legs. I mean, it's just, she's timeless. Well, I was looking at, we were, Spence was watching her video the other day, What's Love Got to Do With It, where she's oh. walking through, and it's like, so she was in her 40s at that mm-hmm. point. So mm-hmm. it was just like, oh. And she looked amazing. And just the fact that she was doing... But you didn't see women doing a lot of that in their mm-hmm. 40s. And, and looking, trying to look sexy, right? Yeah. It was like, not like... She's so hard. I feel like she's one of those people that doesn't live in the same world that we live in. In the sense of her music... Everything is undefinable because no one has ever done anything like it. Yeah. Definitely. She looks different. Even her wig... Uh-huh. Like her whole persona looks different. Her music—it's so hard to categorize because you hear church gospel in there, you mm-hmm. hear rock and roll, you hear um, blues, you hear so much, and it's all the Tina sound. And her voice is like not a typical female no. voice of that time period. But it's amazing. It's more like if Mary J. Blige could sing. <gasps> I like Mary, Mary J. J. Can't Blige. sing, but she sings differently than. Um, <laughs> y'all got so offended. <laughs> there are a lot of Marys listening. Let's hope it's not that one. Um, but even her accent is hard to pinpoint. What like, is, she what does is not seem like she's, Where is she from? she's from Nutbush, Nutbush Tennessee. Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Nutbush City in the mess. Nutbush. Nutbush City. And her name's Anime Bullock. Anime Bullock. Mm. That's one of my favorite movies. Oh my God. So Ike, um, Ike made up the name Tina and, mm-hmm. and owned it, basically like patented it. She didn't know that it was going to be. He didn't even tell her. The album came out, and she's like, "I can Tina Turner. I guess that's me." <laughs> so when she got a divorce, that's the only thing no. she got in the divorce. That's my best, part, my favorite part. She said he movie. can have it all, and she gave up the right to every. I mean, she ended up buying him later because she could buy and sell him ten times over. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, but she left that. She left the courtroom with just trying. That's all she wanted. She left with her name and that persona and. 
that's a regrettable thing in my life now that I don't have many regrets, if any. But this uh, not seeing Tina Turner in concert—that's what Brad. Brad, his, he's like every time he's like, if there's one person alive or dead that he would ever see, it's Tina Turner. I feel like she's unappreciated. Yeah, my and friend. her acting was really good in Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Oh, yeah. We don't need no hero. That used to be my favorite. Tina's Mad song. Max or the song? It used to be my Tina favorite Tina song. No, it but used right to be now, my playground. I'm obsessed with uh, "Help," which I realized is a Beatles cover. You yeah. know the song "Help" yeah, that she it's by does. The Beatles. <gasps> well, I, I knew I did know it. I did not know that, that because way, she yeah. reinterpreted that song in such an amazing way. The Beatles, it's kind of "Help Me." If mm-hmm. you can. It's kind of um, it's very much their style. Poppy, had, fun. Mm-hmm. Hers was like living out the song. I'm not gonna lie. I cried in the car this morning. Listen to it for a couple of times. No, I like it. It's just I. I don't. I feel like she's like like you said, not underappreciated because obviously she's received like the Kennedy Center honors and all those things. But it's almost like she's. I don't like you said. She doesn't live like like it's. She's done a lot now, now, now. And but like when you look at it all, you're like, how is she not bigger than she is? Even though she's huge. She reminds me of Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton did her own thing. She has a great mm-hmm. reputation. She's humble, extremely talented, unlike any other person. I giving feel like those are the kids, two. Giving vaccines to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. Uh, I, yeah, I was going to say this last week when we were talking about Gaga. Like, I don't see. I mean, there's very few people. Like, you, I mean, you draw the string on a, a, a Dolly or a Tina, like, or a Cher. Like, there's not a lot of people like them it's not easy to be like oh this is the next britney mm-hmm. spears right or you know because uh i mean they they tried to replicate a britney or yeah. you know yeah. or tiffany back in the day like there's there's some uh stars that you're like okay we got this is a formula we're gonna do mm-hmm. the look but you can't replicate a tina you can't yeah there's I, mean, I can't think of anybody Gaga that's or the same or, like it's just because they put so much of their self into it, and they're not relying on looks, they're not relying on that body, uh, so it that helps. And they're not trying to be polished, and they're also not trying to be perfect, unpolished. You know yeah, what I mean? They're just they're just them. The perfectionists. I mean, if you if, she is a perfectionist. I mean, Tina, Cher, Gaga, like they are perfectionists, right? They want everything done absolutely one thousand percent right. Beyonce, as, same right now out there is the most. But even Beyonce, you feel like there's. People that could don't come at me, but I think I love me some Beyonce. She's from H Town. I, but I feel like she is more. I don't. I feel like the Beyonce we know now is we've created that Beyonce. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's the same Beyonce we had back when she was trying well, to Dusty, pay my Thanks bills. for joining the podcast. Oh no, because that's because um, <laughs> like we can't afford to get canceled. I, we just got we're bringing on. I, well, she was doing what her. Ike Turner was doing, which was her dad. I, I, dad controlled exactly. everything. I do, I do think we have a bit more, but I think she also, like, she's so huge. It's enti- like it's hard to say, like, what is really... I mean, because now she's like, it's Beyonce. I mean, yeah. she's so huge. Did you see Homecoming? The, is that that film, right? The thing that she Her made? concert. Yeah. It, that was, that was, it was I mean, she's amazing. It's stunning. Like, I mean, like, I love her. But it's just, it's almost like... I mean those earrings she wore with the mask at the Grammys. I am there for it, but I just feel the gloves like, with the nails on the outside, right? Which I mean, come on. I, I like her a lot. I think I she's just, the I, biggest star oh, out there. Wow, that's a that you've come a long way on B. Yeah, because I I'm like she's overrated when she was Destiny's Child and right after Destiny's Child because it was just so like poppy and kind of cheesy to me. 
And then once she got married and got cheated on, and she was like, and actually when she f- stopped using her mom's or stylist, when it was not a family <laughs> business anymore, and she fired her dad as her manager and basically boss, she became her own person. And it was like, that, oh, there's a real person. The video there. of her, Solange, and Jay-Z in that elevator is one of my favorite things oh. in life. <laughs> I want the calm of Beyonce in that moment. The calm of you. Well, I, she I was letting her that. sister. I think she yeah. was mentally cheering her I, sister on. When I get frustrated, I'm like, be Beyonce, let somebody else bitch slap somebody else. Be Just, Beyonce. I, I love, I, I, I've, I've watched it a lot. You need a Solange. I need a Solange. To do your dirty work. Before Beyonce, though, we had <laughs> Tina. No, uh, Tina, amazing Circling though. Background. One of my favorite uh, covers of Tina was from Schitt's Creek, uh, "Simply the Best" with uh, with Patrick yeah. Reed. I love a good cover. I would I would listen to that song. It was I heard that song the Between first time the right after, right after Carter right died, and I was really sad. Aww. And I would listen to it, and I would tear up because he was simply the best. I do love that song. It makes me think of. It makes me. I'm think tearing of... up right now. Oh, jeez, oh. see what happened. Oh. It makes me Carter think of, look, the best. I'm going to bring up, I'm going to bring up sports. <laughs> Category know, right? is butch queen realness. I know, but well, I feel, but because I put together my bed frame today, so I texted Brad, I'm like, look, I'm butch. You really <laughs> are butch. The bed frame and like, was it a little Allen wrench? <laughs> no, it was, it was even easier than that. <laughs> it was from Amazon. I, it's those that where you push in the button and slide in the thing. Oh, and then yeah. Go, Pop, and it holds it together. I'm like, whoa, this is my kind of like furniture building. It's like two pieces. I know. It was two pieces, and I slid them together. I can put that in there. I know how that works. Um, Do you say how that works? I don't. Well, it works the same <laughs> way. It, it depends on. It, 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 you're either this piece or that piece. Yeah. Where are you going in? Or are you entering? Are you. Yeah. What was I talking I was talking about something. You oh, talking basketball. About- Simply oh. the best. Because that was the song that. Um, Oh, when for, when yeah. um the Rockets won their second or first or whatever and they had oh, that was yeah. that played in the that parade and that was the little game it was like I can relate to this now it's Tina Turner oh, like, this is what you guys did everybody's talking about basketball <laughs> and I'm singing Tina Turner but okay we can all come together oh yeah Tina Turner icon <laughs> icon icon you got any turn 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 that's it watch it on HBO I'm gonna have to I get HBO free. Let me know if you need a um, password, people. <laughs> You're going to give someone else's password? You're still going to give my cousin's password out? Just kidding. I'm the person that Netflix is coming for. I mean, how like many of your cousins have HBO? How many people are going to lose their Netflix subscription because true. Sorry, Netflix for is coming after me for giving it out? Yeah, because they're going to crack down on it. I know. I'm like a Netflix grinder. I'm they're just gonna giving all it out. Their You're giving out your grinder password, too? <laughs> wow. Well, Netflix, I mean, come on. I pay. And come on, Netflix. I love you, but... If you See, if I had OnlyFans and I had one OnlyFans, I would just assume there were millions of people using one password. <laughs> it would still be your mom. <laughs> Everyone was using my mom's password. Oh, he's doing all right. Oh, that's how you made your million dollars. <laughs> all right. Uh, why don't we talk about, uh, why don't we go between the covers with Dusty Ooh. now? Okay, between so me down there. I chose this book because you, you brought up the, the blood the blood ban thing and it made me think about the AIDS which as sad as it sounds and this is going to come off really weird but you know what I mean it's that period of history of gay history is very intriguing to me because it's just it's so fascinating to me that so many hundreds of thousands of people are just forgotten mm-hmm. and just like buried in like literally a mass grave somewhere where nobody cares 
And I, I hate that. And but yeah, at the same time, I love it because I think, and you know, on Instagram, you know, like the the AIDS memorial. Like mm-hmm. I, I read all of those things, and it makes me cry they every day. They post something every day, right? and because it's like, don't forget that. I mean, you know, remember, and and I read every single one of them every day because I think that's very, you know, because it's somebody, somebody, whether or not somebody hated you. I mean, you were somebody. It's, it it. I love that. So this book is The Prettiest Star by Carter Sickles, and it came out last year. It was I I love this book, and it fits right into that. It takes place in 1986. You've got Brian, and he's from a small town in Ohio, which could be any small town. And he is obviously grows up gay, and he, as fast as he can, gets out and goes to New York because he is going to live his best gay life. And it's 1980s, what mid-80s, right when the... um. The AIDS epidemic is at its high. It takes place right after um, one of Kendall's favorite people, Ronald Reagan, accepts it and, and mentions it. And so he gets AIDS and his lover dies and he moves back home to this small town to where his family has to come to terms with this because they knew he was gay. He's moved away. He's never come back. And it was always a source of shame for them. And so in coming back, he's going back to his family, obviously, to die. He has AIDS. It's 1986. And he decides to document all this with like a camcorder about his life. And this is fiction. Yes, it is fiction. fiction. But the reason I love it, it's one of the, it reads like it could be the reason. One of the reasons I love it is because it could be any like story of any hundreds of thousands of men. I mean, it literally could be anybody's stories about how your family you move back or you don't move back. I mean, how many people didn't get this opportunity? He moves back and he his parents bring him back in but like his mom obviously is very a little bit more open and his dad is very they don't talk about it it's from a small town and even though they're his family and they welcome him back like the mom the dad refuses to eat off of any Mm -hmm. you know plates and everything so the mom he they have their he's his own set of plates and flatware and things and his younger sister jess is there and she's in high school and he's very much like the unwanted celebrity coming back to town and nobody even his parents don't really support him nobody understands him and it's told from his point of view as like he's coming back he knows he's dying but he is seeking that final acceptance that final love you know i'm coming back and the only person that gives him any kind is his grandmother who gives zero fucks which that story is common i mean exactly that's that's what i love it it's 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 so every man's story but at the same time it's personalized and this really feels like it is a memoir like it's written about somebody is that i mean did the author was it carter sickle did he yes uh, i think in in my reading i think that was the intention like that this is a mass story it's but it's a very singular story but so many people and even though it's not my story you can relate to it because you go back and what I love about it too is it's not just his story as, as he's dying as he's documenting but it's also the story about his how it affects his family when he goes back because they have to decide am I going to welcome my son back my brother back and not only is it my gay son that's moved back that went to the big city and lived his you know horrific you know sliding down the pole gay life going to hell but he got this horrible plague and he's bringing it back to our small town you know, and it's 1986. Well, so is anybody going to um, go ahead, you know, is anybody going to get it from him? Is anybody going to do this? And there is a scene in there that is very true to the time where his family goes to the public pool at their community. And he gets in and swims. And the 
conservative white people lose their shit and throw a fit about that. And um, and it's extremely heart-wrenching because it's just a very look at like, he's just with his family and like people are pulling their kids out of the pool. People are saying he's in here, he spit in here, he peed in here, you know, it's... Oh, it's like the, the Oprah out. episode yeah. that we it, did as a topic. That was the, one of the saddest mm-hmm. ugh, yeah. times of like stories about the horrific way gays were treated in the 80s and 90s. Uh, he uh, In Georgia, he had HIV and went to the community pool, and mm-hmm. they tried to banish him West from Virginia. the county. West Virginia, yeah. Um, and it was on national news, and yeah. Oprah went down there to, did a, to do a uh, episode on it. And she just had so many people from that town saying, he shouldn't be here. He's a sinner, and he's got AIDS, and God, that's the mm-hmm. plague from God because of the sin they're doing. It's what he's getting. With. And, and that's, and that's that, I mean, it's, it, he, the way Carter Sickles, the author, like, Mike there Cisco. is, there is a, um, a part in there, like, where a local, not a national, but a local, a local TV show host comes in to do, like, a little expose, kind of like that Oprah interview on him and it's just they interview him and like his grandmother is like she doesn't care his her hairdresser talks shit about him she stops going to him she's very much she's the only person that truly supports him and does not care for him or does not care about anything about this she's like you're i love you no matter what you are no matter what you have and it's also a study and and i feel it's it provides empathy into the families of these people like not that they're right or wrong or this or that, but they're reacting to those times. So you have his mom and his dad and his sister who are reacting to, they have to deal with not only him being gay, which they already dealt with, but dealt with, dealt with. That's my, I'm a teacher. English, right? Exactly, right. He he moved to New York. It's sec- to, second language. Second language. <laughs> yeah, I, I do teach dual language, so that's that's my part of it. Yeah. Um, so, but he moved away, so they didn't really have to deal with it because they were able to push it away. It was that like distant thing. It was that distant thing that they didn't have to really deal with because he didn't live here. It was more of like the scandal that nobody talked about. But now that he comes back, all these people from high school come out of the woodwork. And so you get to see like the spoiler alert, I guess, kind of breakdown of his parents' marriage as mm. the dad is very much cutting him off, does not does not understand it, does not want to have anything to do with it. It will not happen to him. But the mother starts to, but this is my baby. You know, and there's instances where she's like, she's remembering when he was a toddler and like, this is the same person. You know, I have all these memories and here he is now in front of me wasting away, you know, relegating that. And then you've got his sister who's young, so she's a little bit more open-minded and, you know, her kids, her friends at high school are, you know, making fun of her and she's like, fuck you. And it's just a really good picture of how this whole thing affected anybody with AIDS, anybody that was gay, because he has friends he even has like one of his best friends who's like a woman, just like a like an ally, I guess we would call now, come in to support him to see him before he dies, obviously. And she's, you know, from New York. She's this, you know, flamboyant woman that's open minded and and this they're even they even buck having her around because she's so not the middle America white conservative. It's such a good it's it's generalized but very focused. It's and I bawled like a fucking baby. 
And then we do we learn our lesson in how to treat people when they, so much of the what we, how we treated uh, gay people in the eighties and nineties and still do mm-hmm. reminds me of how we're treating Asians now. Um, it's because exactly. of the coronavirus, it's, blaming it, them and saying you're foreign, you don't belong here. I don't exactly, want you here. You, you, I can, I can, I can take this and use it to support my prejudice, yep. to support my hate. I hate you because you're this, but I now I can also hate you because you have this or you've done this. I mean, it really is, and like it doesn't have a happy ending. Like it ends very ambiguous because you. I mean, it's it's. I mean, like. It ends realistically. Like, how does a family cope with all of this? I mean, obviously, clearly, spoiler alert, he dies in the end. It's 1986. You know, he can't afford, then what is it? X, the Z, T, Z, Z. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yes. He, you know, he can't afford that. That's still too experimental, too new. Like, how do you how do you deal with that? What happens to your family when that happens? What happens to that family when... That middle America family loses their And then the shame your family has because obviously they're not Mm -hmm. mature enough to support their son because um, they think he's sinful and, you know, Mm -hmm. a mark upon the family name and all that kind of stuff. It's important that we don't forget about how the 80s and 90s went down. That's and that's why I like this because it is it is a great that's why I, one of the reasons why I love this book is because it's a it's such a good reminder of just like it could be anybody's story it doesn't matter what state I think it takes place in Ohio I said but like it could be anywhere it could be any small town it could be any family regardless of race or location it's just it was such a good look at a very generalized look at that happened to hundreds of thousands of millions of mm-hmm. men at this one time. And it's like, it, it just reminded me, like, renewed my, not love of, but my advocacy for interest in, like, how many people, you know, did we lose that shouldn't be forgotten because they were a person? Just because of this? No. And died alone. Exactly. And died alone or died, you know, yeah, and nobody knew about it until, you know, until, like, rent was due or until this. And it's just... And died I know. And I, I in know. secrecy, too, because they didn't want their family to have the burden the shame of it exactly Look at rock hudson who that's that's yeah that's that's in here too it's like right after all that happens and it's just it's how many you know this and and that's another good thing about this book it's like it's it's right at that pivotal point where right when it comes to like mass knowledge but nobody knows really it's just enough for them to say yes or no hate or love it's it's that very you know it's it's like like there's no science behind it yet. You know, there's no this behind it. It's just very much at your core. Like, do you discriminate? Do you not? Do you know? Do you love? Do you hate? Mm-hmm. And and that's what it boils down to. It comes down to, are you going to support somebody because they are human or they're different? So fuck you, die. And that's what it boils down to. Just like basic, like animal instinct. Well, you know? if you have racist, horrific views about Asians, for example, and the coronavirus happened, you're going to use the coronavirus mm-hmm. to confirm mm-hmm. the fact that you, you know, see, I told you they're, they eat bats over there and that they're exactly, yeah, not as smart as us and they're uncivilized and they're, you know, whatever it is. You don't just hear, oh, coronavirus? Wait, it originated in China? Now it's all suddenly for the first time I hate Asians. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. not, it's not a new thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's an interesting tie to kind of current events in terms of what's going on. Like, have you, I mean, because you've 
your husband, Kendall, like, is, is that something that's affecting you guys? Not to get too personal, but I mean, are do you, is that something? When I see some of these stories, honestly, uh, about some, especially like older Asian women, I, I don't know why, I kind of default to like Ben's mom, who's such a sweet woman, and I'm hoping that she's mm-hmm. okay. And I know we live in Houston, so there's a large Asian community, but at the same time, there's also a large Republican community. Mm. So, uh, not that all Republicans are hateful people, but um, those that tend to be hateful, uh, racist, mm-hmm. tend to be Republican. So, okay. um, I mean, I think a lot of Asian Americans feel very other. They feel very um, not included in this thing called America and patriotism and all that. You're you're always an American foreigner, you know. Uh, so I don't think it's surprising to a lot of Asian Americans. I I, I think I think it's yeah I think agree. My friend Sean, she's um, her father is uh, Filipino, and so she's like. It's just, it's not, like you said, it's like, this is what we've been dealing with. It's like, you know, slavery. Like, we've been dealing with this for X, Y, Z. You're just, you're just now realizing it because you're white privileged. I also and you f- don't take offense. To- I also feel different. Like, to me, there was a bit of a, an aha for, <clears throat> because some of the things I've been reading uh, from Asian Americans being like, we don't feel part of the, any conversation. Not only do we not feel part of, like, the mainstream conversation, but all the talks about minorities often exclude mm-hmm. Asians. It's about blacks or his hispanics and uh asians are i mean they're i mean asians have brought up some of the affirmative action cases mm-hmm. um saying hey <laughs> you're by you, you know i know what you're trying to do government with these affirmative action plans by trying to get more uh um black and hispanic uh people into some of these colleges or whatever but uh you're you're doing it at our expense because we're also being yeah. squeezed out of this discussion um I know it just seems you know we haven't paid attention because Asians have have the uh, perception of being mostly self sufficient, so they kind of get on and, and, and adaptable. They're adaptable mm-hmm. and they're successful, Quiet, right? They, yeah, they're they not fade into the background. It's just you don't notice them as much, right? But we've done some of the worst things in this country. To Absolutely, Asians. the Chinese Exclusion Act, which mm-hmm. specifically barred Chinese people from coming in, and the Japanese internment camp was the camps mm-hmm. that they had. Those which, people uh, are still alive, many some, of them. George, like, yeah, well, someone like Ted Cruz would say that was a democratic policy. I mean, so, okay, well, it's terrific. Yeah, it's it horrible. Is yeah, it's, but that's it, so sad that we have to look at it in a way of like, aha, see, it was Democrat. Exactly. When we can't just say it's a fucking human issue. Right. It's not. It's, it has nothing to do with party. It has nothing to do with this. It's human. You're you are here. You're in this room. You're. I'm here. I'm in this. It's just, yeah. Yeah. And not to get lost. I mean, we bring this up because I, I think, I mean, as a, you, you mentioned it, Kendall, because I, I think it's important kind of, I, I, what I think is really important about the discussions we have each week is that we are reminding ourselves of some of these stories. Some mm-hmm. are worthy to be celebrated and some are like, I can't believe that happened. And then we can still point to examples of like, we, I guess this is a reminder, like this isn't in the past. Stuff like this is still mm-hmm. happening today. And so you can look at, again, what we're doing to, it may not be LGBTQ, but what we're doing to the Asian community. And it's, 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 it's gross actually it's a, what is it I mean, it's, I mean it's it it's like you said i mean it's like it's just how many people can we hate it it's just a matter of who are we hating most at one time who who is getting the brunt of something or who you know it's just we hate xyz and it's this person's time to 
Yeah, and I look at some of the stuff that, you know, are like the gay and lesbian history, right, mm-hmm. that we've talked about, some of the, the pioneers and icons. And then, you know, we've talked about the trans community, but some of the stuff that, you know, that that, that Republican legislators are mm-hmm. legislators are trying mm-hmm. to pass. Right now. Right mm-hmm. now in 2021. Like literally this week. Yep. This is a repeat of everything we've done in the 80s, They were 90s. banned in the military until Biden just announced he's going to lift the ban. I know. Yeah. So it it it's these sorts of things that are happening still today. It may not be to gay and lesbians, but it's happening to the trans community. And uh, so I, I mean I I we've been doing this. We're nearly a hundred episodes into this podcast, and I'm yeah. still like these stories are important because not to like I'm not trying to say we're doing anything important, but I'm I, I all I'm saying is these stories that. Well, so, yeah, anytime you can listen, I mean, any any support, any anytime you can listen, anytime you can advocate for somebody, I mean, it's, like you said, it's it's not anybody's story, it's ours. I mean, you know, America is not like a historically, I mean, it's not like we go back that long. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you can look back and, I mean, other countries have buildings older than our country. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. we're, we're, we're a country of immigrants, yet we don't accept immigrants. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know. We, we've like I said, it's nothing that I, I'm trying to say that we're doing, but yeah. these stories are so important to remember. I've always been fascinated with history because it's like, how do they figure that out in that past, or, or what have we learned so that we don't repeat the mistakes? And in some instances, we continue to repeat the mistakes. Mm-hmm. We're obviously doing it now with the Asian community. We're doing it with trans community. We still are repeating. I mean, again, we're not in slavery. We have, you know, it's for the most part illegal to you know discriminate against people because of the color of their skin um but we're still repeating some of the same mm-hmm. behaviors and attitudes georgia voters law yeah uh, the oh, texas my, voting law even, that will I, pass soon I, so, I, I, I don't know the difference now is you've got more people speaking up against it like we talked about with Lil nas x like you've got some uh folks saying hey um you know this is this is you know you you conservatives are actually in the wrong like you you know why are we making a big deal out of this? Like, don't you have, you know, especially politicians, like, don't you have coronavirus to respond to? Why are you spending time talking about this, um, this video that does nothing, that has no bearing on you? Don't watch it, right? So, yeah, it's, it's, well, this is like, I mean, I've, I've never understood why I, there are plenty of things that I don't agree with, but I am still in control of my own personal Self, I don't have to read this. I don't tweet. seek out things to exactly. I can scroll. watch to offend me. Exactly, I can scroll it. If I don't like it, I can control that. It's not like you're, you know, it's not Clockwork Orange. My eyes are not like <laughs> open and like I'm being forced to watch these things. It's just I don't under. I mean, maybe that's just me. So. Yeah, it's a uh, crazy. What? Uh, so the book is The Pretty Star by Carter Sickles. It was published in 2020. It's one of my favorite. Re- I, I just it because it's so specific. But again, because it's just it's the story of so many people, so many men. So it, it's just mm-hmm. such a because just to not forget. I mean, it's something we can't it, we can't afford to forget. Whether it like it be this AIDS, gay, Asian, black. I mean, we can't afford to just let it fade into the background i mean you just have to remember it i like the way too the way you described it like the story seems to integrate a lot of different uh, storylines that were actually happening yeah so it's It's like yeah it's i mean it it doesn't just i mean it's not just about this gay guy it's about his you know his family that you know and so how do they deal with it so i mean i like that too because obviously with my parents with me you know it's 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 not just when you come out it's not just you it's you come out to an entire Mm -hmm. bubble that deals with it you have to have you and so I think it brings to light that aspect of it too, as far as who is, you know, the impact that makes on everybody else and the impact that like 
if you were a gay man dying of AIDS in 1986, that impacted your family. Whether they accepted you or not, that still, they had to deal with it. And yeah. so, how did they deal with it? And right. this this brings to light so many different ways that a society dealt with that epidemic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and again, it sounds like relatable, like actual storylines. Oh, like, definitely, I mean, yeah. It's inspired by, um, I'm, these are my words, inspired by actual events. So oh, I mean, definitely, When you definitely. talk about the swimming pool, like, mm-hmm. again, we've talked about the Mike Sisko story where uh, in West Virginia that was featured on Oprah. So um, so that's that's cool. I mean, it sounds like a, I mean, sad, sad story, oh, so uh, sad. but cry. very true and things we can <laughs> learn from. Uh, all right. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Economy Works. Need help with marketing? Hire a freelancer. If you need help with building a website, hire a freelancer. If you need help with benchmarking analysis, hire a freelancer. Want to want to recruit people? You can hire a freelancer. They do that too. Economy Works believes in the power of connection and wants to help connect you with its talent network. The talent network has over one thousand years of experience and is growing in HR, marketing, IT, accounting, and other specialties. Economy Works. When we work, the economy works. Ooh. You can find out more at economyworks.com. That's E-C-O-N-O-M-I-W-O-R-K-S.com. All right, you ready to talk about a fun topic? Slang bang. <gasps> slang bang! Yeah, the slang bang. Slang, slang bang. bang. Okay, this week yeah. is Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell. Okay, hold on. Is that my slang bang? Yeah. Okay, Tinkerbell. I've got, I'm thinking fairy. I'm thinking dust. I'm thinking glitter. Is this about me? No. <laughs> Um, okay, I don't know. It's a lesbian term. Nope. No, no. I was gonna like a lesbian because there's, no, there's no, there's no, there's no, no. She's got short hair, but there's no like tool. a like a non a it non. Tinkerbell spelled. The bell is spelled B E L L E. Oh, a huh. southern gay person. A southern. Like you would call twink. a woman a bell. A southern twink. Okay, y'all aren't gonna get it. A it's Tinkerbell what? is a homosexual man who likes to be peed upon. <laughs> I wait. Say that again. What was it? He likes to be peed on. A southern. No, not southern. Oh. I'm just yeah. Belle is in like a. Belle is what you would call a woman. Mm, okay. Oh. <laughs> so Tinkerbell. It's a real thing. Tinker. Okay. It's still Tinker. I'm Tinker. still. I'm trying to connect the dots, and they're not connecting. There's that one that just doesn't connect. Maybe it's the gold. You know, she's always got gold. Dust flying off okay. of her. And... Okay. Well, that's a stretch. Hey, look, I didn't pick it said. up. It's just. So, so again, let's. Somebody that so likes to be okay. Tinkerbell. There's, there's like, a word that for that. I'm not going to pretend I know that word. But yeah, a, a homosexual that, that prefers to get peed on. Like a golden shower. Mm-hmm. That's the word I was thinking of saying. Um, okay, so out. so can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> oh, hold on, I'm not going to pour while you're saying this. Um. <laughs> Many of the altar boys turned out to be Tinkerbell's <laughs> for the priest. I like that one. I, I just, I'm not going to judge. There's there's no right way to love. There's no right way to... You do you, but I have a friend, a really close friend, who was a Tinkerbell at Disney World. <laughs> That's what I was thinking when you said she that. She was a Tinkerbell in the um, Sweetest parades, woman. like the five o'clock parades. Oh, so it didn't happen. At, it wasn't actually water. Uh, she was an actual Disney Tinkerbell. It wasn't golden she did, showers, she wasn't like peed upon. At, okay. And she is a woman, a biological woman. Okay. Um, but she said all the other Tinkerbells, because they, yeah, they're in <laughs> shifts. Uh, there was one that always 
would zip line down in her Tinkerbell yes. wings and would fly down, and uh-huh. everyone wanted to be that. That was there. the prime Tinkerbell. It was well because spot. that's where the most people are there to watch that at the end. And of the she night. got hazard pay. Well, <laughs> and you're zip lining to the top of a tower. So I she was get... the alpha Tinkerbell. She was the alpha. I'm gonna have to tell you the definition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I've been at Disney, and that is, I'm telling you, a. I was not peed on at Disney. B, that is... You have, the, to, pay, you have to pay extra for that. You, you do. That's, that's a separate line. There's a fast pass. Um, like Tokyo yes. Disney. When you, <laughs> speaking of Tokyo Disney, um, there is, it is fascinating to watch that person zip line from somewhere to the top of the Magic Kingdom Tower. And it's, it's, it's beautiful. And it's Tinkerbell. It is Tinker. It is t- it's supposed to be Tinkerbell, theoretically. Well... <laughs> Learn something new. I did I, immediately when you said Tinkerbell. I, just I was don't thinking know of your how friend. You get the, I could see if you say Tinkle Bell, but <laughs> Are you sure you didn't know? I'm Tinkle sure. It's got to be something to do with golden things and dust. And I'll try to do some research and get back to you. All right. Speaking of golden <laughs> things, let's talk about the golden thing that is the Mormon Church. Okay. <laughs> This week they're celebrating their 191st anniversary uh, since the founding of the Mormon Church. So I thought it worthwhile to talk about them because we've bashed every other religion. No, I'm kidding. I don't. <laughs> I don't want more. I'm not, I'm not here to bash bash any religion. I actually am, was somewhat hesitant as I started. I mean, despite me having talked about the Catholic Church uh, on one of these topics and having been born and raised Catholic. Um, uh, the Mormon Church was making me feel like researching this was making me feel a little like uneasy because I have a, a few friends. Um, back in my days when I was a recruiter, I like basically I hired fifteen people in one function, one department, and uh, eight of them were Mormon people. Uh, so my point is like I, I have, feel like I have a special connection with Mormons. I have some good friends that are Mormon, sweetest people that you will meet. They're Swedish people. Sweetest. Uh, they they're always they, they will randomly text me and be like. <laughs> Oh sweetest uh, Swedish merman they're like I love you I love you brother you're a great person like they will just and and the only person who does that uh, besides them is my mom <laughs> so it is uh, it's it's um, so sweet people uh, that's my perception of Mormon I have not encountered any bigoted Mormons um, yet I have this perception that they're the faith Mormon faith is big it is. So I wanted to do, like I saw it was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is the anniversary. Yeah, I, could, yeah. I wanted to dive into this. And so, uh, of course, the Mormon church um, was founded by Joseph Smith uh, on uh, April 6, uh, 1830. He was 24 years old when he uh, founded the church. Uh, and he led it until his death at the age of 38. So the man was dead at 38. Um, he was actually murdered. He was age. shot. Oh, well. <laughs> um and I mentioned that because he was shot, because it's not like what you would think of, because I honestly didn't know a lot about Joseph Smith other than he founded the Mormon Church. Um, but he he was uh, um, uh, shot, and that's how he died. Uh, and he, he was in prison at the time. There was They raided the prison, and he got shot in the process. Uh, he also ran for president the year he died. So he was uh, he died in 1844, and uh, uh, he ran as an independent can- uh, candidate uh, a- on an anti-slavery and a free trade and annex Texas platform. Um, so again, not something I would think about a, a religious leader, but you know, especially one that has. Uh, That's uh, sad. You wouldn't think them as being abolitionists. Well, no, not abolitionists or just like running up. I don't think of the religious leader running for president, in 18, especially in eighteen forty four. 
Um, but you know, how did we get to him doing this? His, his um, in the stories, well documented. Uh, he it, it it all starts with the first vision that he had in the spring of 1820. So he's 14 years old at this point. Uh, he prayed to God. He's like he's concerned about like there's all these different you know churches and affiliations, denominations, um, uh, and he doesn't know where to you know place his soul, where to trust his his faith, and which church should he join. So and then. As he's praying, God and Jesus Christ appear to to appear to him. He's like, and and they relate to him like all their creeds were all the creeds that you're debating. It's like they were abomination in, in in the sight of God. That those professors were all corrupt, and that they, uh, as God was putting it, they draw near near to me their lips, but their hearts are far far from me. They teach the doctrines of commandments of men, having a form of godliness, but they deny the power thereof. I mentioned this because of what I'll talk about a little bit later. I mean, again, uh, you know, here uh, Joseph Smith is saying God is telling him like those people, those are they're corrupt. Um, they talk about me with their lips, but you know, um, their hearts are not of God, right? And so again, I, I think it's Just interesting those lips. <laughs> as we as we talk right. a, a little bit down the road. So you know, when he's starting this, he began to prepare, like because he, he kind of got, I guess, went in this trance, sort of like. Uh, but again, to uh, Jesus and God, uh, and God began to prepare uh, Joseph to to come back to restore these precious truths that kind of been lost to history after the after Jesus and the apostles died, and so they revealed to him uh, this text, and um, he that's where he started to to formulate the uh, the Book of Mormon, which was published in in 1830, um, which is uh, the Book of Mormon is revelations from God, who revealed to Joseph uh, an ancient record that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and the Savior of mankind, uh, and is basically seen as an addendum to the Bible. So it's I mean okay. it's, it's a so, bonus pack. Yeah, uh, it's you know pack. like 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 Wait, the what is it called? What expansion is it? pack. The, at the end of a movie, they have the. Um... <laughs> The bonus scenes or whatever. Uncut? Yeah. Oh, wait. That's my, something different. My Sorry. word is, is, is in the denim, But it's basically, they're saying it's alongside the Bible. So it's not like a, um, a countering, this is a compliment to the Bible. It, it's the other piece that we're, that we're missing. Uh, all a testament of the truth that is, you know, Jesus is our Savior. Um and so again, he used the Book of Mormon, and 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 that's basically what he used to, you know, after he he um, published it, and he used that and rallied his. his so he books. was out alone in the forest, and then God started talking to him, praying. Yep, he was looking mushrooms. It sounds like some burning bush. Went back to his mom again. He's fourteen years old. He's praying. You know, where where should I rest my heart? And you know, which church should I be joining? Uh, he went back to his mom and said, you know, I've been told the truth, and you know, our Presbyterian ways are not it. And God told me that we got to find something different. And so he worked the next few years until he was twenty four, uh, and then founded the the established the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints on April 6, 1830, and in western part of New York. The church today, I mean, 16 million members, uh, they have their um, their their teachings uh, translated into 110 different languages. Um, they operate several universities. They have an, a religious education program for youth, which is their missionaries, uh, which is uh, 400,000 kids. Like, That's a lot. I say kids, you know, 18 to 20-something years old, uh, in 170 countries. Spreading the you know the word of knocking on our doors or back yeah. doors. I saw actually I saw two out uh, today. They, in Paris. they were uh, riding their bicycles, mm-hmm. wearing their black pants and their white shirts. 
Um, I felt somewhat of a kinship because back in the day I sold books door to door. And so I was like, I'd see them out and I'm like, oh, what kind of books? They were educational books. They were not encyclopedias, but they were three volume. Uh, no, just kidding. Was, that's part of the sales pitch. <laughs> you ain't got to sell them now. <laughs> Do you have My any? best friend, uh, Laurel, opened the door to, she saw Mormon, Mormon boys walking up. She opened the door naked and said, what? <laughs> they said, sorry, ma'am. They didn't want to sit her down and talk to her. Preach the word of God. So um, they're headquartered in Salt Lake City. One billion dollars in annual relief aid that they uh, distribute to across the globe. So significant, you know, presence. Uh, and again, um, they are centered on this belief, according to the website there, uh, that everyone on earth is a son or daughter of, of a loving God and that his son, Jesus Christ, saved the world from sin and death. And Jesus Christ invites all of God's children to come on to follow and become more like him. Okay. So I'm teaching, you know. It's Easter. Hey, this is the Let's ep- get this, churchy. this episode is you know comes out on Sunday, mm-hmm. Easter Sunday. So I'm just relaying. Jesus. I'm just relaying the word to you guys. But again, I'm I'm interested in this because one, I have friends, right? Wait, and, but is there a gay component in it? Yeah, well, that's okay. what I'm gonna get to okay. because it, the, this this community has been one that has uh, recently they've I've seen sprinklings of like headlines where like oh they're actually for uh, or they have been prog- more progressive in in, in recent years. Tinkerbell. And so uh, Tinkerbell, Little Tinkerbell, <laughs> um, and I'm like, and I've seen some things where they advocated for LGBTQ issues, and so I, but I never really dived in to him because I was like in my head all I thought about Mormons were for some reason I associate them with conversion therapy and maybe because I'm thinking like real world characters from MTV like wasn't there a no, couple? No because they do it a lot there Yeah but, I do that and um, Utah's known for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah but so I think polygamy and like I think I think polygamy. and conversion therapy like I don't know why but again I, I'm associating it with a character from from the real world and wasn't there a character yes there? and I, I can't think there wasn't a gay one out there. no it's the girl it's, it was a, it yes, was a girl Julie at, shit it was it Julie Julie from real world New Orleans yes oh my well New Orleans that's what yeah you know. New Orleans it was yeah no you're right and she was Mormon yeah so I wanted to like you said I saw the date and then I'm like hmm that's interesting let's talk about the Mormons because what have they done for the LGBTQ community lately because they've gotten I think in some instances in some parts of the world they've been like oh well they've come around and I was like well have they no um, I cite them again I think <laughs> as conversion therapy <laughs> uh, and that's kind of what they they advocated for in the 1950s because it, you know in the 1950s it was you know homosexuality was a disease right it was mm. like where we're disease and so they they found it as a curable illness and so they advocate there were some parts of, of their community that were um for a conversion therapy in the 1990s they caught up with the times and uh, realized okay homosexuality is no longer a disease but it's still a sin and must be eliminated and, and you know the thing that they were using was this term called sexual attraction so not sexual orientation but sexual hmm. attraction you think about the term sexual attraction you think like this is some compelling like beastly thing we have inside us and and it's not something that's like hey I'm really trying to understand where you're coming from it's like you're attracted and you can probably control that if you really wanted to so it's we're like defining find... somebody from their food craving right pretty much is that kind of what they're Ooh, okay. what they're they're trying to, to I, that was the I think the perception that many in the LGBTQ community that were Mormon were like, well, you don't really understand. You're trying to use this, this attraction word as some sort of carnal thing that we should be able to control. Like you said, food. I think that's a great example. In the 2000s, they were talking about love and, and just saying, hey, we got to love these folks uh, that are LGBTQ, not reject them, but we must teach and discipline them. 
And then in 2008, they started to get a little political, which is, I think, when we started to catch, like, oh, these Mormons, they're not just uh, friends, you know, because there's all sorts of things about they don't change their underwear or they're the bicycle guys, right? Um, And so they started to get active in politics. And so they were really, um, I mean, they came out strong uh, in California to to advocate for Prop 8, Prop 8 was turning, mm-hmm. so they were against marriage equality, uh, and so they came out in droves to um, to advocate, like, hey, no no gay marriage, uh, and so, um, so 2008 was a big, big year for them, and then they kind of, like, settled down, and then to 2015, of course, what happens, you know, marriage equality mm-hmm. is, like, the rule of, of, of the country, of the rule of the land, so to speak, um, and 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 the same before that though even in March 2015 they worked with the uh, the Republican uh, legislature in Utah to um, pass a bill that would ban discrimination against lesbian, gay, bisexual, tra- LGBTQ Q- LGBTQ community uh, in housing uh, employment. Did it pass? Huh? It passed. It passed. Well, they were part of the solution. They were like, hey, mm. let's come up with this ordinance that's going to be pro. Uh, well, it's going to be. We're going to be for anti-discrimination, right? We don't want to discriminate against the LGBTQ community. But they didn't mean it. Well, you can't mean, advocate for Prop 8 and then well, it was, advocate it, for anti But it was different. It was 2008 and then 2015 was when they were advocate. They worked with the Utah State Legislature. So their, their leaders of the church went in 2015 to the Republican legislature. <laughs> like, let's pass this law together. So, um, but they also, the, the, with the caveat, um, they said... They, uh, the, in that provision, so they're like, we're not going to discriminate against LGBTQ people in terms of housing and employment. We're all for that, says the church leaders and, you know, ultimately the Utah state government. But we're also going to protect, you know, we're not going to uh, enforce that on religious institutions. So there was a bit of a carve out for religious institutions. Of course, and, th- and this is what I'm remembering. Of course, I'm like, it's uh, an overwhelmingly Mormon state. Right, but the fact that they were signing on to this anti-discrimination—I don't agree with you. I think this is what we do. We try to humanize. We try to say, um, like the Pope. People were acting like he was mm-hmm. this gay icon, yeah, like loving, he was... because he mentioned he gave a throwaway line of like, "Well, they're humans too," and we're like, oh, "He thinks we're human." Oh, yeah, yeah it's, the Pope loves into me. what you want. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's He's, like the yeah, the bar is so. We just look for some kind of acceptance. I don't care. I mean, they're all there's so much horrible things they've mm-hmm. done in the name of religion. I don't yeah. care what they do, um, in their own religion. It's kind of like this <laughs> little Nas X video stuff. Yeah, okay, you don't like it, then I, don't watch it. Yeah, it's I, like I, the Pope. I, mean, I feel like maybe it was y'all. It was probably y'all. It was gay. It was y'all. Um, yeah, like thank you, Tinker Welcome, <laughs> but like yeah, like you think you you want to like believe support, so like you see it even though you like because clearly, obviously, he did not support it in the way that we would want support because no, he could have yeah exactly the most recent thing would not have happened had he not you know I mean he's he's mentioning global human like you know love your love the He's person. saying don't murder them. Exactly. Love the homeless person under the overpass. And we're like, whoa, he wants us all to get married and have butt sex in the, you know, driveway. And we've been doing it for nothing. Exactly. Without yeah. any recognition from him. I mean, come on. For real. 
<laughs> but yeah. Um. So not to uh. You know. And so this is what I'm starting to remember. This is why I wanted to to talk about them though, because I was like, were the Mormons are they pro gay? Because again, I love my Mormon friends. I feel somewhat badly talking about this topic because I'm like, mm-hmm. these are really good people. I almost wanted to call them up to be like, can I get your dish? But I know what their stance is. They're pro. They're not. They're they're pro people, but they're not. They know I'm going to hell because yeah. I'm a homosexual. It's the whole condescending love the sinner, hate the sinner, mm-hmm. right? Thing. But yeah. you know, super nice people. Like I said, they're always like, "Hey, I love you, brother." Like very nice. So give me their book of Mormon. They want me to read. They want me to be saved. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I appreciate that. If they're they want they've they see something in me that they want me to be saved like them. Okay, uh, but you know the church leaders because again in 2015 you you are are signing. No, but their part of the religion is the whole missionary concept <laughs> is to tell the world to recreate recruit to convert to bring the world yeah, into the mormon religion absolutely. so the the act of like being so kind and you know to slip in well you, you think it's manipulating oh slipping in no Wait, i think I it's just no, I, didn't, I, never, I think it's part of their religion rats. to convert so you're always you can't convert people they have just a different approach instead of saying join my religion or you're going to hell they're like hey here's a cookie come to our meeting but there'll be no coffee served because they don't drink caffeine that's true do, you, do they really not oh no shit, it's no. against the religion no no caffeine. no no alcohol against the no gay sex but then you throw on no caffeine no I no alcohol straight. no caffeine no, no alcohol either shit what, uh, the, what no. the what the what's their draw what do they bring to the table polygamy no i'm just kidding they're not <laughs> But that, oh, that's, that's what I also used to get from, like we said earlier. I do like, love that show on TLC. Though. <laughs> uh, but not to, you know, don't get too excited. Because, again, this is where I, I wasn't like, I wasn't following the headline. Yeah. I would just see like a sprinkle, like, oh, okay. Like a Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm like, okay, they're, they are for, and then they're helping the gays. Like, that's cool. And then in 2015, they introduced this November, the church leaders introduced what's called the November policy, which basically they they provided a handbook out uh, about the policy and procedures for for leaders, this so this manual is for for the church leaders to how to um, work with uh, uh, gay couples or gay people in the church, uh, because obviously in 2015 the the and, and two, you know, part of me is thinking like, oh, why do they have to do this? But it's like society has changed significantly in the last 20 years. We can legally have sex, right? Wait, what was um, the book? Well, the, the, it's called the the hand, It's called the handbook. It's called the November <laughs> policy. Like it's referred to as the November policy, but it's the it's basically the handbook for how to deal. Like it, it was an updated um, uh, go by for for church leaders. So it wasn't like a novel. It was a you know how to like here. It was a policy a policy yeah. manual for for church okay. leaders. Um, and so. Uh, you know they they um, they were basically saying okay and where was I going with this? A lot has changed, right? They had to put some of this stuff into into word because they didn't have to deal with this before. Gay marriage wasn't yeah. a thing until 2015. It's like oh now we actually have to have an official policy because before it's like well you can't legally get married, so we're not going to marry you. And so they were hiding behind the law. But now it's like now you can legally get married. So you have these Mormons are like mm-hmm. okay I'm ready to get married. Um, so they had to come up with a response. So this is again this November policy. The 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 thing about it is they were like look. Uh, we oppose same-sex marriage, uh, and while we respect the law of the land and acknowledge the rights of others to, to think and act differently, it doesn't. Uh, the church is not going to perform or accept same-sex marriage within its membership. One thing, 
fine, I get it. You're a church. You don't want to do that. I mean, you've said this before, Kendall, and I and I agree. Like, uh, I'm not asking you, church, to accept me or to marry me. Mm-hmm. Catholic church, if you don't want to do it, that's fine. Um, just respect my right to be married and to stop advocating yeah. against it. Um, and so, although there is danger in um, teaching your however many millions you said they're in the congregation. That these people are unworthy. Oh of wait, equality. it gets their their policy gets better because this not only did they affect the homosexuals and their uh, and their uh, membership, um, they and they also labeled them apostates, uh, which you know is a prostate t- prostates. Hello, we're, we're more yeah, than just a, a prostate. prostate. <laughs> apostates who were basically people who uh, oppose religion, who just renouncing religion. These like horrible people. They went after their children. Me. They they went <laughs> yes. after these these gay members. Children, um, and so they said, like, uh, on, like no, they said natural or adopted kids of same-sex parents, whether married or just living together, may not receive a name a naming blessing. So they started restricting their. They went after these these gay people's children and saying, you can't. We're not going to accept your children into our church. Um, so children mm. can't be baptized. They can't be confirmed. Into they can't be. Club. They can't be uh, ordained into the church's into priesthood if they're males, and they couldn't go on missionary service and so you think about it it's like okay one thing it's like if you have a you know a, a three-year-old fine we'll work through that but someone who's 17 and now all of a sudden you you know you have a gay parent like the church is saying uh, you've raised all this money to go on this mission next year you can't do it because um you know your child your your parents gay so and then yeah it was pretty 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 gross i mean it's like i said it's one thing to attack the gay people but they were trying to go after their children to make i am assuming to compel the the homosexual to go around the parents and shame the kids into right but it's like okay well i'm I'm gonna go after your kids so that you will act differently because you don't want your kid to be uh, control yeah well uh, the way I've, to me it was ultimately manipulative because like if I go after your children and restrict your children you're from getting these you, different rights, mm-hmm. you're going to do what you need to you're do so do your child you can, can. Yeah, because you're going to give up because every parent wants right to control I, them. Yeah, I want I want better for my child than what I had. I mean, and so yeah. Oh. Hmm. Um, and so it, it said, you know, there was a way that you could get permit, you could get around this to, to get, uh, and you could get permission so children could eventually like like work around this. Um, the policy basically said that uh, you'd have to go to a president or regional church leader to get approval, and then you had to, the child had to meet certain requirements. First, they had to be committed to living to church doctrine. Secondly, they had to specifically disavow the practice of same gender cohabitation or marriage. Um, they had to be eighteen. And they had to not live with the parent that was currently in the same gender cohabitation relationship or marriage. So, so cut off your entire family. Basically, yes. Yeah. So you had to Which renounce is, your parents. What isn't that? That's the Mormon. Like when you leave the Mormon church, I mean, that's basically you. You're cut off forever, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that like you're? I mean, that's their their. I mean, not to judge. I'm not, judge, but like that's their thing. Like once you leave, you're you're done. You're 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 cut off forever. If you speak out against them, so I mean, I mean, um, it's, it's, it's I, well, so they, uh, and I'll get to that in a bit. They've kind of softened their stance on some of that because they were using some pretty, or uh, they have traditionally used some thing like excommunicated, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and they've tried to soften that stance in 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 twenty twenty. So just like the kinda, Pope was softening his. <laughs> the Catholic because he's old views. and he doesn't use Viagra because that's not on the Catholic uh, um, leader. But he's plan. Italian. The rhythm is always a full Italian salute. <laughs> well, the rhythm is going to get you. Oh, no, he's Argentinian. Yeah. 
So I'll take it back. Never oh, mind. Argentinian. It's soft. But probably German. Oh, German. Isn't he rest? No. What's his? No, name? he's not German. No, he's but, Argentinian. But what's his last? I mean, I know he's Argentinian, but what's his last name? I thought it was Rats. No, that was the last guy. That was the last one. <laughs> but I thought Polish, he was like the little slippers. Like a lot of the 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 popes, like a lot of Argentinians, rather they have some German heritage because of. I'm looking it up. Yeah. Um, so I mean, again, again, the, all of this stuff. Like, wait, are the Mormons nice? Because again, I remember some headlines going in 2019. Uh, they reversed their policy, uh, which saying, hey, you know, we don't consider gays apostates anymore, uh, and and who must be kicked out of our religion. Um, they said, you know, they still consider same sex uh, relationships to be a serious trans- transgression, transgression. But you know, we want to be more accepting. We want to be more. Ooh, I don't respect that. And what so, is your view? Not, don't do something for PR if you, that's your religion. Well, I mean, so we'll get to that. So they also, I think the big thing is, because again, I don't care if you don't like, if you're a religious institution and you don't want to accept me into your religion, that's fine, but why are you coming after my kids? Mm. And so they kind of, they stepped back the, the kid piece. So children of gay parents, they said, can now be baptized as long as one of their parents approves the baptism and they acknowledge that their children will be, be taught the uh, the church doctrine. Um and so it's about the same time that the students at BYU, because BYU is basically run by the Mormon church. And so the students there were starting to be like, hey, um, we've got a lot of gay students on this uh, campus. And so they started to protest what the honor code was on campus. Um, and so they were seeking protections initially for LGBT students, and they were looking for accountability from what is called the honor code office. So basically the 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 group that are enforces the honor code uh, and they were seeking new disciplinary uh, and reporting processes because they didn't feel that they were equitable and they also at um, BYU's Brigham Young University mm-hmm. uh, they were also looking for uh, to enhance their the grievance process because uh, and maybe bring a third party in there because they felt like they were going to what the grievance count the, like the, the polygamists would do <laughs> well they they were they were saying hey we go and file these grievances to these people that are called counselors which is just if you're going if you know going back to the uh conversion therapy like if you're a gay person trying to go talk to file a grievance and you have to go talk to a counselor you don't mm-hmm. feel like they're necessarily going to be on your team so they are also asking can you change that tent that term from counselor to administrator, which the university actually did. Um, so here we are in 2020, right before the pandemic is getting crazy. Um, in the church, uh, broadly speaking, they they uh, document uh, in an updated handbook called the General Handbook, serving uh, in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. They update, the, they formalize the the 2019 ruling, saying, "Hey, look, we're not, um, you know, the children of gay people. They can go through all the the sacraments." Um, and uh, they also said they were trying to be kinder. So they were, uh, again, the, the, talking about excommunication. They were trying to get rid of the word excommunication and now saying they were going to have a, a withdrawal of church membership. So if you were violating the— So they changed the name? Right, basically. Same thing. And they were no longer going to have discipline councils for people it. that were getting through that. Mm. They were going to have membership councils. So, you know, there was some rebranding. Um and so, you know, the Mormon church was starting to feel really good. Like the Mormon faithful were like, oh, and some outsiders were like, uh, I think 
the Mormon church is starting to come around. They've documented this stuff. Um, and uh, in, at the same time, uh, in that February last year, um, in 2020, BYU updated its honor code saying they eliminated rules about sexual behavior being like for, forbidden on mm-hmm. campus, that it was punishable. So, I mean, you think about it in 2020, up until February 2020, Shit. students on campus could not be holding hands. They could not kiss. They could not like someone of the same sex. Still in 2020, so crazy. In college, which is where you're doing all that shit. Um, and so, but there was a, an uproar from people that were for the traditional values that were espoused by the BYU church. And so they were um, saying, you know, we don't like this new rule change. Uh, of course, there were uh, people outside of the university as well. Just the normal church elders were like, this is not right. You guys are starting to be, you know, we're not pro-gay. Like, why are you trying to do all this? Um, so on March 4th, 2020, again, right before everything kind of locked goes on lockdown, the church officials actually come out and say, this BYU policy, no, no, no. We still say that same-sex romantic behavior cannot lead to eternal marriage and is therefore not compatible with the principles included in the honor code. So, you you know, y'all stop holding hands. Y'all stop uh, doing what y'all were doing. Some of the students are like, well, what the hell just happened? Like, we thought we had a moment where we were going to, like, we could embrace. They were all Mm -hmm. celebrating. There was one picture that went viral where, um, these uh, two girls were kissing in front of a prominent statue in BYU right after like the February announcement. They're like, we can be gay. And then you have this March announcement that just says, nope, you can't. Because of them. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you yeah. know, some of the gay people on campus, the LGBTQ community were like, well, maybe this was just a ruse to let it get, uh, let us all come out. And then you clamp down and yeah, like, now we know who you are. are. We yeah. see you gay people and we're going to come for you. And so, um, so there was, very much concerned. Of course, all this stuff, I mean, this was creating, I mean, lots of headlines, but then it all kind of quieted down because we were starting to deal with Corona. So that story kind of got lost into the, 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 the ether. Is that the term we can use? Um, urethra. The urethra. <laughs> Tinkerbell. Um, interestingly enough, you know, I think even on a university, like we, we have a lot of talk about, oh, the young folks are getting it. They're, they're not, you know, they don't care about LGBTQ, but there's still like a sizable contingency at, uh, at especially like BYU who support uh, the, the, the current policies that saying homosexual, that homosexuality is wrong. And while we can pray for them and help them come along the journey that, you know, we, they're still, you know, still, still wrong. Um, I mean, they're saying, you know, they're calling LGBTQ people, you know, radical and their ideas of trying to change the church, church teachings, because of course, these are the teachings of Jesus Christ. And well, you know, what you're out of your mind, if you think you're going to, I don't, agree in changing a church's principles that's so ridiculous to me if your little book tells you to be hateful awful have hateful and awful beliefs and let's be honest the christian bible is full of like violence and it treats women horribly Mm -hmm. and what it tells you to do to your kids if they're disobedient Mm -hmm. and all these little rules um if we actually adhere to that if christians actually adhere to that book in the year 2021 it would be far worse than anything we saw in Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, but mm-hmm. that's your book that you decided to believe in. So why are you? What's? How are you going to choose that? What's well, real? It. It's a pick what and do you listen kind of to and what not? That's the problem. It's a pick and choose. I mean, like, you know, we can't eat pigs. We can't eat pig. I mean, it's 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 shrimp a, it's, a, it's a it's a pick can and eat choose. Can eat just on certain days and you can this... only eat shrimp in your cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> I was so I did not know until I love cinnamon toast until I 
I don't cereal. dislike it. Favorite cereal. I only cereal I eat. Well, I'm too. inside. I'm an 80 year old man. I like Raisin Bran, but Lucky Charms, of course, because no. you're gay. You they're, like the they're magically delicious. I, but but like, God, I forget. No, what was I talking about? Raisin <laughs> Bran, Lucky Charms cereal, shrimp, pork, shrimp, pork. Oh, no, they're pork. Religious no, they're foods. Pork. Religious night. <laughs> club. 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 Another club. Pork. Pork. Shrimp. Shrimp. Um, like, no, I forget. <laughs> it was it was started before shrimp. People, what well, you're saying, people decide. I mean, things, the the ideas that people are holding to evolve. Whether you can be, I think you were saying, yeah. you know, one day we're uh, anti-pork. We can't eat pork because it was, and yeah, then there's just, like it, slowly exceptions that we can eat pork. Yeah, these days. yeah oh, that's exactly, oh, way to listen. You took good notes. It's, it's like, you it's know. It's called like, Listen Works. It's Listen Works. W-O-R-K-L-I-S-T. Um... <laughs> C-O-N-O-M-I. I don't think you spelled listen work correctly. <laughs> but it's, 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 you adapt it at the time to what you need it to mean. Uh-huh. Like we need, oh, well, we followed it at this point, but no, that was just the or Old you have, Testament. Or how you want it to benefit you. Exactly. That was just the Old Testament. We didn't, you, you can eat cloven hoofed animals now because of this. And, and it's just, it's, it's very much. This is how we interpret it now because this is what we are feeling now because this is what society's it yeah it's yeah. just it's a very yes it's a mm, it would it, yeah. it, uh, to some I mean in some instances if you're like hey you're gonna follow this rule mm-hmm. kind of like the constitution though it's like is it always what's written in like black and white or does it evolve with time like mm-hmm. because I mean those things that were written two hundred years ago or in the case of the Bible you know over you know two thousand years exactly. ago exactly. Are they still, I mean, are they, and I think that's why some religious leaders and religions are conflicted. Like, how do you, how do you evolve with things? Especially now. Well, they have to be conflicted to keep their membership numbers, you know. Which I think is what's happening with the Mormon church, right? They've, they've come out with these different, like, things. Like, we want to be pro and we want to be accepting. So I think there's definitely a discussion going on amongst that leadership, which is like, we Mm -hmm. should be more appeal you know open-minded and then there's this like traditionalist view saying nope no nope, no nope. you see it in the catholic church too part of it is i think a business like scheme like oh definitely we need more people to pay the catholic <laughs> church is money. the biggest yeah yeah well we it, you, you want to be more scheme. you want to be more open because you want more people coming into you know giving you money every week mm-hmm. when they come to church right so um uh, all this like i i think it's interesting you know that uh um, there was a recent study there with in the last couple of years uh, about you know, religio- religiosity, mental health, and sexual minorities at BYU, and they found that a, a thousand students, so about three percent of the BYU student population, identified as LGBT, and they found that the sexual minority students had significantly worse mental health outcomes than and well-being than their hetero peers. Mm-hmm. Um, they were two times more likely to have suicidal thoughts than their hetero peers, and they also found that the sexual minority students. They had concerns about being accepted, um, and they had. It would tend, if you were a sexual minority uh, student, it tend to be a greater predictor of lower quality of life and higher sui- uh, suicidality, depression, generalized suicidality, suicidality. Oh, I got stuck that on like too crown. soon. Generalized anxiety, social anxiety, and <laughs> academic distress. My uh, I joke of the day that I posted from our uh, L tags podcast. Um, 
uh, Twitter account was uh, the bipartisanship is if it were a ship it'd be that ship that was stuck in the Suez Canal <laughs> thank you I'll be here all week I, don't forget to tip your waitress that's a good joke that's a good joke it got retweeted by the one and only Julie Mason or the radio host that I listen to oh that's well that's your always your goal with everything <laughs> Just to have Julie Mason retweet. Yes. <laughs> Today, um, so uh, what's going on there? So still this discussion about the LGBTQ population at BYU on March 4th. They had uh, Rainbow Day, which they started in 2019, which is an event that encourages supporters and allies of the LGBTQ community to come out and dress in rainbows. Um, of course, the university officials, they know it happens, but they don't really like endorse it. Um, but uh, the event culminates the recent, this gained headlines recently because there's a um, uh, famous Y mountain uh, in, in at BYU and so um, as part, as the end to Rainbow Day they uh, they highlighted the the LGBTQ club, club that sponsors this Rainbow Day um, adorned the Y in rainbow colors and so uh, um, it was you know they meant it as a symbol of of unity not a protest but of course the um, <clears throat> the BYU uh, administrators decided to respond to this thing because surely it was getting uh, some mm-hmm. uh, some response from the uh, adamant followers and uh, conservatives a group a sect of the BYU church um, they said we did not authorize the lighting of the Y tonight and that the B and they also said the the Y is BYU property and any form of public exp- expression on the university property requires prior approval so rather than just like let it stand they had to feel like they felt compelled to say we didn't endorse this don't worry we're not gay we're not a gay university we're not you know promoting all of these shenanigans um lastly i'll just note that you know they do also because the, the topic is emerging in terms of mm-hmm. transgender folks so they have actually if you go to the website they do have position statements on uh uh gay the gay community and mm-hmm. transgender community they are not pro trans trans folks um, they are basically saying we, we love transgender people much like we love gay people but I don't love what you do but what so. is love though yeah well, I mean, but then it's not real you're, you're a child of God but and, then it's not it, real love because I mean like and if that's not that's like, what I mean right that's not the kind of love I want you don't I, just throw that word around well, because love is a verb exactly I don't want you to love me if you're going to be nice to me but then I leave your house after the dinner party you're like to tell me God, who that bitch is gone. exactly and to tell me who I am and and just by existing as the way I have always existed is wrong and not not worthy of going to heaven or whatever you think Mm -hmm. the whole point of being on earth is that is not love. So you can fool me, boo boo. Um, well they say, Hey, look, you know, we, we love you if you're a trans person, um, you know, but you, if you want to, uh, transition either medically or socially, don't do it um, because then we'll have to have a discussion about your uh, restrictions around your church membership. Um, and these restrictions include you won't be able to access the church callings or temple recommends or temple ordinances. Um, and yeah, and if you want to be a priest, then you know you can be male, but just you have to be a biological male, and that's the only way. We're not going to take trans men into the priesthood and and in the uh, Mormon church. So um, that is our friend. So so all this started, right? Uh, this is the, what I say, 191st anniversary of the Mormon church. 
I wanted to, I've always been fascinated, intrigued by it, uh, because the people as part of the Mormon, Mormon church that I know are, are very uh, passionate about it. But I also was conflicted in terms of like, well, how pro-LGBTQ are they? And they're not. <laughs> no. Uh, I, like no. I said, because they, they, they've, there's been murmurs of like, oh, they're they're being progressive. Murmur. And, and, and they, they are, are they, not... This, I mean, you get. It's well, so stupid you, that we have to. Okay, yeah. It's. I mean, like you get more support from like the off branches of like the Lutheran church. I mean, because I'm Lutheran, which is. I thought you were going to say the branch Davidians. I was like, well. <laughs> I mean, you so you. Which they is can't hurt us Christ, now. Like and with like the um, because like in the <laughs> in the Lutheran church, you've got like the three districts. You've got the. LCMS, which is the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod, which is what I am, was. Um, now I got to talk about that. And then you've got the um, the ELCA, which is the Evangelical Lutheran Church of America. And then you've got the um, uh, Wells, the Wisconsin Evangelical Lutheran Church. And the Wells is like extremely conservative. So then the um, ELCA is the one I can think of a church like five minutes from my house that's very supportive of like LGBTQ and so they're the Lutheran like it's I forgot where I was going but it's just like it's 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 my whole issue with religion right now that I have not resolved myself with but it's just like like there's I don't care anyone's religion as long as you do it behind your closed doors and don't let it affect me at exactly. all it's, whatsoever. It's, it's and there the better not one law be written based on your well, little I mean, it's the whole religion. thing with being gay. Don't flaunt but, it in my face. Right. I can fla- if I if I can't flaunt my gay dick loving face <laughs> in your face, then you can't flaunt your but, religion but in my face. But to your point, I mean if you don't care about whether the church accepts you or not, right? I mean the Mormon church has basically said we're gonna advocate for we're gonna work with government to say hey, we're gonna sign off on this anti No, that's one don't give them credit for um, one little law. I'm not trying theirs. to get I'm not giving anyone credit. I'm just asking like didn't they doesn't they don't they uh, feel your need to say, hey, look, stay out of my bedroom. Because they were basically saying, hey, look, you can do whatever you want in your bedroom, but don't come trying to get my blessings for it. I mean, we don't care. I don't, I technically, I really don't care what they believe. Yeah. I also think their story is very fascinating. I mean, the reason I mentioned. But they've notoriously always, always donated to anti LGBTQ causes, as, it, as in yes. like some of the biggest donors well, to those causes. Yeah, well again, I go back to Prop 8. They were big, you know, donors to the, to that cause. Uh but 2015 was a, a a definitely a change where they were working with the state government saying and it's my like most lobbyist group. They're saying, "Hey, look, we're going to help you write the law so that it benefits us, right?" So they mm-hmm. wrote the law so that they could have their religious exclusion. Like, don't you know? Yes, government don't discriminate against LGBTQ people for uh for housing, education, and employment. But don't apply that exactly, for us because yeah. we get an exclusion because we're a religious group. Um, I, I kind of, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't need the Catholic Church or the Mormon. Like if they don't want me, then I don't want to be part of that. Yeah, All right. It, so it, don't. But I'm saying don't create. Don't try to make laws based on your book that I don't read or right. believe in or mm-hmm. care. But I don't think they were. They were saying keep religion out of that discussion. In that instance. Yeah. Yeah, but well, you be, haven't won me over by that. I think I'm, the I'm problem is to, with most religions. <laughs> like, I'm talking about the church as it. It's like it's like 
the religion tries to win you over, but at the same time, they don't really want you. They want your vote, they want your money, they want your this, that, and the other, but at the same time, they don't want it in this instance. It's like, if that's what you believe, that's They want fine. you to convert you into a straight person. Exactly. Just... We're in line at H-E-B together. You're buying your groceries, I'm buying my groceries. I'm going to respect you, you're going to respect me. We're going to buy our groceries and go fucking home. Yeah. Well, but, like, at the same time, that's not how they treat it. They want... To buy their groceries and they want me to buy their groceries, but they don't want to buy my groceries. No, buy your own fucking groceries. Yeah. You're making me hungry, boo. <laughs> they, they, they do maintain that gender is kind of one thing. Like God gave you one gender and that's what you're supposed to do with. The intersex people, they do have a commentary about that on their site. Uh, and that if you're born with ambiguous mm. genitalia or you're intersex, your parents basically need to work with the medical physician to decide your gender. I so, see? So. I, but, mm, I mean, we it, talked about that. Did you hear? The yes, thing? yes. Don't even. Yes, I. Don't still the one that's most dumb. No. Mm-mm, Here's mm-mm. the thing, uh, and that brings about the whole like there is two. Like I got a nose alert on my phone. People, two people died in a in what Cancun? Yes, the gender reveal party. Gender, yay! It's a penis. Bam! Your plane crashes. Yeah. Who's it, mm, Celebrate yeah. your penis. Celebrate your vagina. Why are you celebrating I, your baby's penis? I just think, uh, if, mm. I, if I can close out this Mormon discussion, <laughs> that, that we could have spent so much more time talking about Joseph Smith and his polygamous, uh, basically radical ways. To, for it to be a religion that now has, uh, what did I say, uh, 16 million members across the globe, I think it's... Purely fascinating because I, I honestly I didn't know a lot about it. I knew he was yeah. spoken to in the 1800s and he founded this religion, but I didn't know. I mean, he basically sounded like a cult leader. He is a cult leader. Yeah. Look at well, the Church of Scientology. Was yeah. it L. Ron Hubbard? That's, that's essentially what I mean. Not to offend anybody, but that's essentially what religion is. It's it's a cult. You well, start then, something and yes, you get people to Jesus, believe. Jesus was Joseph Smith. Well, <laughs> then it, well that they started to make me rethink. Like, hmm. yeah. Question healthily in a healthy way, uh, not healthily because that's not a word. Uh, in a healthy way, my own religious beliefs because yeah. I was like, hmm, but because uh, we don't have the same manuscripts for uh, you know, Jesus as we do Joseph Smith. <laughs> but I mean, the fact that he ran for yeah. president and was you know basically in prison at the time he was murdered, like that's pretty. It was a polygamist, and and when people were disagreeing with him, he said decided to excommunicate them from the church. I'm like his yeah. his. I'm yeah. like oh okay. This is um, and then I look at my oh sorry then I look at my friends who are you know believers of this faith and I'm like wait huh but I don't know I'm not judging anyone so go ahead well they can't question it or else their whole life Mm -hmm. will crumble down it's yeah it's 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 all or nothing that's the problem they can't don't even talk to them about Mm -hmm. it as we celebrate Easter everybody. Happy Easter. Uh, happy Easter. Happy Put your re- stockings out for the Easter. Happy resurrection. All right. <laughs> to put coals into. Anything else, ladies? I think we have, have had, had quite the kiki. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening to our podcast and, and, and having a little fun with us yeah. this Easter week. Uh, a special thank you to the guy who keeps our sound in check, Spencer. You can find Spencer along with Chris, who is a contributor to this podcast. Um uh, on our spoopy podcast and our Ruby podcast, uh, they do spoopy things, uh, scary stories, true crimes, murder mysteries, and our spoopy podcast. Mm-hmm. And they do RuPaul Drag Race recaps on uh, our Ruby podcast. Ruby podcast, so check them out. Of course, Dusty, we can find you on Instagram. 
At D Joshi. Just and we the can, name. And you got a podcast. I do Queer Street. I'm not gonna I, I feel bad. I'm not gonna blush and feel Queer Street I, and what do you do on Queer Street? I just talk about my love for the Fear Street book by Arl Stein that I what I love when I grew up and mm-hmm. I just reread them and find out the closeted queer person in each book and talk Is there about, really one in each one? Oh I make one. sure there is one down oh, okay. straight. <laughs> I mean I will find it. You're there, you're Yes, I, I because I love a good I love a good murder mystery. I love a good YA young adult mystery, and there's a gay in every book. He did Goosebumps, right? Yeah. Okay, that's what I was. Into. That's that's a little too young for me. Well, that's because you're younger than me. I'm I'm your senior, <laughs> and <laughs> I would have been in, like in, in the Mormon speak. You're the elder. You're the church elder. Yeah. So yeah, so I'm more of your street generation. And and Kendall's just uh, the missionary. Such a boring. Yeah, that's, that's all, that's all you got. Like, he's got that boring position. That's boring. There's so many other. Permissions. I'm just gonna lay here and do what you need to do. <laughs> he's got the boring position of missionary. <clears throat> Take that anywhere you, you want. Roll your bike up on me. <laughs> well, you know some of those. Little, Don't tread on me. <laughs> you know some of those little gay rainbow Mormons take the bicycle, the banana seat off to go on their bike rides. <laughs> Some of them, That's my guy. they're really kinky ones install, install dildo on top of it instead. <laughs> there are videos of that online, that's, a lot of that. I, I can't ride a bike, it. but now I'm going to learn. I've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I started it. I don't need to see my own stuff, dude. You had the tricycle. Mm-hmm. I didn't need the tricycle. <laughs> because you get You get grew up three. with the tricycle version. <laughs> yeah. You can get two at the same time. Hello, Johnson and Johnson. Hello. Um, all right. Uh, you can subscribe to us and hear future episodes at let's talk about gay stuff.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram and let's talk about gay stuff and on Twitter at talk gay stuff. Why do you want to follow us? Because we do the daily mm-hmm. post of this day in LGBTQ history. Fascinating. We got, I learned so much. We got lesbians. It. We got gays. We got trans. We got intersex. We got uh, British, we got Canadian, mm-hmm. we got US, we got all of the history. So, so just just listen, just follow, follow. And hey, you know what? While you're at it, you can just leave us a review and tell us what you think. Just go ahead and press that five star button. Five, 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 five star button and um, you know, tell us what you think. If you don't want to do it in public, you can drop us a line and let's talk about gay stuff at gmail.com. Um, okay, we're all part of the Listen Works Network, so we're here. We're queer. Get used to it. Yeah.